It's always either two Lananda or the six nuns. Tipitaka part 120, in which uh, we will continue reading Bhikkhuni Vibhanga Pakitiya. Today we'll be reading Pakitiya 48, 49, and 50. We'll see if it goes beyond that. I'm not sure how long they are just yet. If this is your first time seeing me, you may wish to click here and start at the beginning of the Tipitaka playlist. That will introduce the, uh, the first basket for an episode and a half, I think. And then at the second episode, it begins the rules with the four big rules and then all the so on down to the lessest, least rules for monks. And then it transitions into the rules for nuns. You can click there if you want to start at the beginning of the rules for nuns. That's what we're reading now. That's the Bhikkhuni Vibhanga. I will go ahead and get to it. Uh, for those just joining us who want to jump in here instead of starting at the beginning, basically these are nuns doing things that aren't good, and then a rule has to be established that you shouldn't do that. That's basically the gist of it. We'll be doing that for another year or so. Um, we're almost done with the third book. And the first six books are the rules, and then we'll get to the good stuff. But for now, I'm going to read this. Expiation, Pakitiya, 48. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda... So this is how I'm representing Tulananda here on this program. It helps us to remember, you know, a little visual thing. This is the Wicked Stepmother from Cinderella, right? Cinderella, um, the Disney movie. But on this program, this is the nun Tulananda. Make sense? All right. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda, not having given up her dwelling, set out on alms tour. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda's dwelling caught fire. Nuns spoke thus, quote, come along, ladies, we are bringing out the things, end quote. Some spoke thus, quote, ladies, we will not bring them out. She will make us responsible for everything that is destroyed. End quote. The nun Tulananda, having come back again to that dwelling, asked the nuns, saying, quote, Ladies, did you bring out my things? End quote. Quote, we lady did not bring them out. End quote. 
The nun Tulananda, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these nuns, when a dwelling is on fire, not bring out the things? End quote. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the lady Tulananda, not having given up her dwelling, set out on alms tour? End quote. Three dots. Now, I'm not really sure how to visualize this. Um, not having given up her dwelling means what exactly? And you're supposed to do that when you set out on alms to her. So it's not the other people's fault that they didn't bring her things out. It's her fault for not giving up her dwelling. Hopefully it will explain, because I'll admit right now I'm a little confused. Okay. <clears throat> Quote, is it true? This is... In those three dots, is uh, you know, eventually gets back to Lord Buddha, and he's addressed, he's given uh, a teaching to the monks, and then at the end of the teaching, he asks them, quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Tulananda, three dots, set out on alms to her, <clears throat> end quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuke saying, quote, how, monks, can the nun Tulananda, not having given up her dwelling, set out on alms to her? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun, not having given up her dwelling, should set out on alms to her, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Thank you, Tulananda. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. Dwelling means it is called fastened by a door. Okay, now hopefully they're going to explain. Not having given up should set out on alms to her means. If not having given up to a nun or to a probationer or to a female novice, in passing beyond the enclosure of a dwelling that is fenced in, there is an offense of expiation. In passing beyond the precincts of a dwelling that is not fenced in, there is an offense of expiation. So I think that you're not supposed to like have your specific place, your specific house, that when you go out to alms tour, you're supposed to Say, okay, this is your place now. I've taken out my things. They're all with me in a bag. That seems to be what it's implying. All right, interesting. If she thinks that it is not given up when it is not given up, parentheses and and parentheses sets out, there is an offense of expiation. If she is in doubt as to whether it is not given up, three dots. There's an offense of expiation. If she thinks that it is given up when it is not given up, three dots, offense of expiation. If not having given up what is not fastened by a door, she sets out, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Okay? If she thinks that it is not given up when it is given up, three dots, maybe that's also an offense of wrongdoing. If she is in doubt as to whether it is given up, there is an offense of wrongdoing. 
If she thinks that it is given up, when it is given up, there is no offense. There is no offense if she sets out having given it up. If there is an obstacle, if having looked about she does not get the chance, if she is ill, if there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first, well, Expiation, Pakitia, 49. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the group of six nuns learnt worldly knowledge. I know there's only five of them, but, right? Anyway. People, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can these nuns learn worldly knowledge, like women householders who enjoy pleasures of the senses? Nuns heard these people who, three dots, spread it about. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can this group of six nuns learn worldly knowledge? End quote, three dots. Quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the group of six nuns learn worldly knowledge? And quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can this group of six nuns learn worldly knowledge? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever none should learn worldly knowledge, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. This is one that um, I'm fairly certain doesn't apply today, at least not in Mahayana, Vajrayana, Zen, and so on. Perhaps um, in... Theravadan orders, where they're adhering to the original rules, maybe. Comment below if you have insight on that. I do know that uh, Master Dogen in Shomogenzo, which we'll get to later, it's over here, much later. Although I might, well, we'll see, we'll see. We already read one, uh, the Hearts, his commentary on the Heart Sutra, and I might read more later before we get all the way down to the third shelf when I'm old and gray. Um, but anyway, yeah, he had told his monks that they ought to be somewhat learned. They should know basic science. They should know certain things that, uh, you know, semi-educated people know, basically, was what he said to them. Um, but maybe, maybe they'll clarify what they mean by worldly knowledge. Maybe it's something specific. We'll find out, hopefully. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. Worldly knowledge means whatever is secular, not connected with the goal. All right. Uh, I guess we found out. Um, it's everything that's not the teachings of Lord Buddha, basically, right? Okay. Should learn means if she learns by line. For every line, there is an offense of expiation. If she learns by 
syllable, for every syllable there's an offensive expiation. There is no offense if she learns writing, okay? If she learns what is memorized, what? Okay? If she learns a spell for protection, that's interesting as hell. Um, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. So, let's just stop and reflect on this for a moment. 2,600 years ago, in the original Sangha, under Lord Buddha, nuns were forbidden from learning worldly knowledge. Like, we can assume that means history. That means the geography of the time. Mathematics, even, maybe. Um, current events, uh, you know, things like that, whatever the equivalent of science was back then. I mean, things were all kind of wrapped up in, you know, um, philosophy, religion and science were kind of wrapped up in general in like the Vedas and, and things like that. But does that mean they can't learn the Vedas? I don't know, it's interesting. Um, but they were allowed to learn a spell, a magic spell, for protection, for protection specifically, not for like making someone fall in love with you or getting rich or something, obviously, right? But that's interesting. Just the the uh, the mindset of uh, of that time period, that time and place. Okay. Expiation, Pakitiya, fifty. Wrapping up this section here. At one time, the enlightened one, the was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the group of six nuns taught worldly knowledge. People, three dots, spread it about, three dots, parentheses, 49, instead of learn to read, uh, instead of learn, read, teach. So basically the Polytech Society. <laughs> Society. The Polytech Society is telling us that this is all exactly the same as in the previous rule, which also, by the way, had a lot of things omitted with three dots because those things were in previous rules. Anyway, um, yeah, it's the same as the previous rule, except instead of learn, it's teach. All right, and parentheses, three dots, quote, three dots. This rule of training, whatever nun should teach worldly knowledge, there is an offense of expiation. And quote, thank you, sisters. We'll see you next time. Probably soon, I'm guessing. It's always either Tulananda or the six nuns, except for sometimes it's one of the other nuns. Whatever means three dots, nun means three dots. Worldly knowledge means three dots. Should teach means if she teaches by line, three dots, 49 instead of learns, read, teaches, and parentheses, three dots, if she is the first wrongdoer. The fifth division, that on a picture gallery. Ah, remember, if you've been following along, the rule against going to a, a picture gallery, going to King Pasanetti's picture gallery. Thank you, King. I don't know what you're supposed to do with ancient Bihari kings. I know it wasn't called Bihar back then, but anyway, okay. I'm going to read a little more because this one will be very short if I am there.
Expiation, pakitia, 51. Roman numeral L-I. Okay. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, several monks, parentheses each, and parentheses wearing, parentheses only, and parentheses one robe, were making robes in a village residence. Nuns, having entered the monastery without asking, parentheses for permission, and parentheses, approached these monks. The monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can nuns enter a monastery without asking, parentheses, for permission, and parentheses, end quote. Thank Buddha, thank God, thank humanity, thank goodness itself. This is outdated. Nuns don't have to ask permission before entering a monastery, do they, today? Comment below if you have insight on that. Anyway, quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that nuns, three dots, without asking, parentheses, for permission, and parentheses, end quote. Quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, can nuns enter a monastery without asking, parentheses, for permission, and parentheses? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased, three dots. This rule of training. Whatever nun should enter a monastery without asking, parentheses, for permission, and parentheses, there is an offensive expiation. And thus this rule of training for nuns came to be laid down by the Lord. Then these monks went out from that residence, the nuns saying, quote, the masters have gone out, end quote, did not go back to the monastery. Then these monks came back again to that residence, the nuns saying, quote, the masters have come back, end quote, entered the monastery asking, parentheses, for permission, and parentheses, approached these monks. Having approached, having greeted these monks, they stood at a respectful distance. As they were standing at a respectful distance, these monks spoke thus to these nuns, quote, why do you, sisters, neither sweep the monastery, oh, okay, why do you, sisters, neither sweep the monastery nor provide drinking water and water for washing? End quote. Quote, masters, a rule of training came to be laid down by the Lord that, quote, without asking, parentheses, for permission, end parentheses, a monastery should not be entered, parentheses, by a nun, end parentheses. Therefore, we did not come. End quote. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, I allow monks, quote, uh, parentheses, a nun, end parentheses, to enter a monastery, asking, parentheses, for permission, end parentheses, if a monk be there. And thus, monks, let the nuns set forth this rule of training. Whatever nun should enter a monastery without asking, parentheses, for permission, End parentheses, if a monk be there, 
there is an offense of expiation, end quote. And thus this rule of training for nuns came to be laid down by the Lord. Then these monks, having gone out from that residence, came back again to that residence, the nuns saying, quote, the masters have gone out, end quote, entered the monastery without asking, parentheses, for permission, end parentheses. These became remorseful and said, quote, a rule of training laid down by the Lord for nuns says that a monastery should not be entered, parentheses, by a nun, end parentheses, without asking, parentheses, for permission, end parentheses, if a monk be there, and we, not asking, parentheses, for permission, end parentheses, if a monk was there, entered the monastery. Is it now possible that we have fallen into an offense of expiation? End quote. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, and thus, monks, let the nuns set forth this rule of training. Whatever nuns should knowingly enter a monastery with monks, parentheses, in it, end parentheses, without asking, parentheses, for permission, end parentheses, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. So it's one of those rules that kind of evolve as situations come up. Okay. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. She knows means either she knows of herself or others tell her or these tell parentheses her and parentheses. A monastery with monks parentheses in it and parentheses means even where monks stay at the foot of a tree. I mean, generally, I like that. What I, I'm just now kind of noticing that it's the the stated rule. Once the rule is proclaimed, just about every word in the rule is clearly defined, just so there's no confusion about what they mean. It's it's a good idea. Anyway, um, a monastery with monks parentheses in it. Right, right, right. We we read that. Should enter a monastery without asking, <clears throat> parentheses, for permission, and parentheses, means. Without asking a monk or a novice or a monastery attendant, parentheses, for permission, and parentheses. In passing beyond the enclosure of a monastery that is fenced in, there is an offense of expiation. In entering the precincts of a monastery that is not fenced in, there is an offense of expiation. If she thinks that there are monks, parentheses, in it, and parentheses, when there are monks, parentheses, in it, and parentheses, and enters a monastery without asking, parentheses, for permission, and parentheses, there is an offense of expiation. If she is in doubt as to whether monks are, parentheses, in it, and parentheses, three dots, offense of wrong. If she thinks that monks are not, parentheses, in it, and parentheses, when monks are, parentheses, in it, end parentheses, three dots, no offense. If she thinks that monks are, parentheses, in it, end parentheses, when monks are not, parentheses, in it, end parentheses, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Right. If she thinks that they're in there and they're not, she's doing something wrong by going in. That's the whole point. If she knowingly goes in when there's monks in there. Okay. If she is in doubt as to whether monks are not, parentheses, in it, end parentheses, there is an offense of wrongdoing. 
if she thinks that monks are not parentheses in it and parentheses when monks are not parentheses in it and parentheses there is no offense there is no offense if she enters asking parentheses for permission and parentheses if a monk be there if she enters not asking parentheses for permission and parentheses if a monk be not there if she walks looking ahead if she goes where there are nuns gathered together, if parentheses her and parentheses way is through a monastery, if she is ill, if there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. Okay. All right. So uh, those are the next four in the sequence of Pakitiya rules as we slowly but surely make our way through the boring part of the Tipitaka so that we can eventually get to the good stuff right there. This, this is the good stuff, I think. All right, I will go ahead and close with the usual prayer. To the north and to the south, east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.